Starting off Tezayin, the last line. So we're in the middle over here. Um, Achashverosh is kind of wondering, it's bothering him, why, why it is that uh, he assumes that the reason that Esther invites only Haman to the Suda is because there's some sort of conspiracy going on to, uh, to kill him, to overthrow him, to topple him. And he's worried, how is it that I haven't, uh, that I haven't, uh, you know, that I haven't drummed up, a, is there nobody who would have told me if there was a conspiracy against me? How could that be? It must be that people think that I am not worth it, right? That I don't give back. So he said, let me see who did something for me and I'll make sure to make a public display of giving back to them. So what did he, he so they bring him the safer. And what does it say in the last line? It says, by Yimotzei Chosuf. So it's an interesting lasha, not that it was written, it was being written. Okay, that it's, it's actually, it was written anew. What's going on? I'm going to say chasuf, right? He's, so again, we see that what was written, what was written was that Mordechai um, told him about big son and Seresh, he gave Mordechai a big son of a Seresh, right? So, but it's an interesting lush. It doesn't say that you might say ksav, it was written, but chasuf being written. So ksav, the Gemara Ash, the Gemara tells him this, ksav and Baile, it should have said that it was written. Why does it say it was being written? So Malamed, Shimshi Moichek, so Shimshi was the cipher of the Melech, he was actually erasing, he was erasing the story that happened. He didn't want there to be any sort of Hatzalah for, for Mordechai. The Gavriel Kaisif, and Gavriel, the same Gavriel, we see that he's, he, he's firmly emplaced in the Purim story. If you look, he was the one who put the tail Right, Ba Gabriel Ba So Gavriel was involved in that, right? He was a vested interest in the Perm story, and Gavriel went ahead and was writing as Shimshi was trying to erase the story that was in the king's record books. So we see that just like if you want to say that physical writing that's written, down here on earth, and because it was a Zuchus Yisrael, so Gavriel would not allow it to be erased, or once it got erased, it had to be rewritten. So, for sure, the mitzvahs that a person has that gets recorded upstairs, like Kol Shekane, for sure they'll never get erased. Okay, so what happens? They read the story, and what are the, so Ahasuerus says, okay, what do we, look, great story, the guy saved me, what do we do for him? So the, the, say, loy nasa imoy davar, we didn't say anything. We, we, you didn't do anything. There was nothing. It's an interesting lesson of Davar, Samar Rabbah. What, what are we trying to say? That not a thing was done. even as Mordechai. The reason that the Suri Samalach were saying this wasn't because they loved Mordechai. Elo Ibn Esha Sainin as Haman. That they, were, they, they understood that Mordechai was Haman's arch enemy. And they, like we said before, right? Esther said this, she, her, one of her goals, we said Maidi said all the reasons, we had 10, 12 different reasons as far as why Esther invited Haman. So one of the reasons was to, that she was trying to get people jealous of Haman. So we see here that it worked, that these people, yeah, they didn't like Mordechai, but they were jealous of Haman. And therefore, if I, uh, right, my, 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 enemy's fr- my, my enemy's enemy is my friend. So Heichen Loi, right? So they said, okay, uh, I'm sorry. Then Haman had come, right? Haman had come to tell the king about the tree that he prepared for Mordechai. Tano, Loi Heichen, right? So Heichen Loi, we darshan the word, right? Say Heichen Loi for himself, meaning he ended up unknowingly, unwittingly, he prepared the tree for himself because Haman would ultimately be hung on it. Right? So the king says, okay, go ahead, take the royal begadim, take the royal sus. So he said, do, do this for Mordechai. So Amalei, Manu. So Haman says, which Mordechai? Manu Mordechai. Amalei, Hayyudi, right? The Mordechai, the Jew. So Haman says, Amalei, Tuva Mordechai, Ikab Yehudai. There are plenty of Jews, very popular Jewish name, named Mordechai. Don't know which one you're talking about. Amalei, Hayyashev, Bishar HaMelech. 
Okay, so Amar Lehi, Haman says, oh, that Mordechai? I'll tell you what, Sagilei Bechad Discarta. Why don't you just give him a city or something? Inami Bechad Nahara, give him a toll bridge so he gets taxes, right? Give him some sort of gift. Well, you got to go ahead and give him your horse and all this royal uh, clothing. Amar Lehi, Hanami Yavle, yeah, that too. Al-Tapel, but give him, give him that as well. Al-Tapel, Davar, don't change the thing. Mikol Asher Dibarta. Vayikach Haman HaSalavush V'Hasasus. So he takes the royal clothing and the, and the horse. Azal Ashkei Diyasav Rabbanan Kamei. So he sees, he comes to the to the base madrash. He sees Mordechai sitting there with a bunch of rabbanon. Machvi lohu hilchas kmitzel the rabbanon, and he's showing the rabbanon the hilchas kmitzel. Rashi says why? Because it was tezayin benisan, right? So they were fasting yudalid tesvav tezayin. This was the third day. This is when everything's going on. So now it's tezayin benisan, which the, normally the Omer would have been brought in the times of base madrash. So Mordechai is showing them. Mordechai is showing them. Uh, right, Mordechai is showing them that uh, he's you know the, he, he's keeping it fresh in their mind. He's teaching them the hilchas hayyim. Keep in the chazim. Mordechai the afik lekabli besusiy mechad biyade. So Mordechai sees Haman with a sus. Right, Mirsa. So he gets very afraid. Oh boy, what's Haman doing? Right, this is the second, second most powerful guy in the land. He doesn't necessarily need the king's. Unfortunately, they didn't necessarily need. If you had, there was a tradition that after a certain amount of days, you didn't necessarily need the king's. Someone in Haman's position didn't necessarily need the king's permission to kill anybody. So all of a sudden, he sees he sees him coming. He's like, oh boy, we're in trouble. Amr al Rabbani tells her, Rabbanon, hi, Risha lemiktol nafshi kasi. He's coming. He's out for blood. Zilu mikamei tiloy sekavu begachalte. Go run away so you don't get burned by his coal. So he doesn't kill you. But he shatenes atif Mordechai. So Mordechai covers himself. With the talus, he sees the uh, he sees Haman's entourage coming. He covers himself with the talus. The kamlet susi goes to Davin Asa Haman. The Yosef lay kamayu ve'erich. Haman shows up. He waits until ve'erich. He waits at the salik Mordechai susi until he finishes davening. Amar lo b'maya siktu. So he tells Mordechai, what, what, what were you doing? I saw a bunch of rabbanon scurrying off. Well, what were you up to over here? So Amar lo b'zman shvei semikdash hayikayim man deminade mincha maisi malei kumsa desolta. Somebody that. Somebody that brought a carbon mincha would bring would do the kamitza of soilus, a fine flour, umiskaperle, and we've been miskaper with it. Okay? Now, really, Mordechai wasn't talking about the mincha, he was talking about the aimer, right? So the Marshal says, I Mordechai knew exactly what he was doing. He was saying, like, no, this works for us. This works. Yeah, it was I was showing him the mincha, not the mincha aimer. He wasn't interested in telling him that one. They wouldn't tell him were interested. By the way, the mincha that we see, we have special connection to Akarish Baruch. We're able with, with our karbanas to, to achieve a kapara. So what did Haman say? One kaimates full of mincha, yours, you of the Jews, and it overthrew the 10,000 uh, loaves of silver. And by the way, this was the thesis I was looking for. Thesis here talks about how it's 600,000. You run the calculation, it's a machzah shekel for each person above 20. So for 100 years, a machzah shekel for all 600,000 Kla Yisrael, if you work it out, it's, it's uh, 10,000 Kikar Kesef, which is why that was the amount. He paid him, meaning Haman was trying to come the machzah shekel. So he said, okay, I'll cover the machzah shekel for all the Jews for their entire lifetime, for all 600,000 men. Like, remember, we discussed, it said that verse before, that it was just the men, that it was Suffolk, and this is why it wasn't the woman, uh, potentially not the woman. Anyway, Amar Le Russia. So, Mordechai says to Haman, you Russia, Evet Shekhan Nechassim, you pay 10,000, it's all mine. Evet Shekhan Nechassim, Evet Lemi. Nechassim Lemi. So if you got money, guess what? It's mine. You're my Evet. I own what you own. Amar Lay. Okay, so what are you complaining about that, that you lost your money? You really lost, it was, it was my money anyways. Amar Lay. And it wasn't even, again, Haman didn't really lose the money. He was saying like, you know, he, he agreed to pay it. What did Achashverosh say? Achashverosh gave Haman back the money. But he was just saying that the kayach of like, I could pay a billion dollars for something and, and your little mincha carbon, 
Okay, it was able to be deichet. Amar leikum lavosh hani mani. Okay, Haman says, okay, king commanded, go take these clothes and put them on. V'rachav is saying, go on this sus. Deboi lach malka. That's what the king wants. Amar leikilna, I'm not able to. Adayalin lebebani. I need to go to the bathhouse. V'ashkol lemezai, I need to get a haircut. I've just been fasting for who knows how long. I've been fasting for three days. I've just been in sackcloth. I've been... I, I, I look disheveled. I can't do that. I can't war, wear the royal clothes, Hachi, in my current state. So Shadra, now what had happened was, Shadra Esther, Vasturinu Lukula Bebani. Esther put out, put out a word and she had all of the, the bathhouse attendants hidden, but Lukulu Umni, and all the barbers hidden. So Haman was therefore forced to go ahead and wash Mordechai. He brought scissors from his house. And he cut his hair. Okay. Now, just I want to pause here for a second. An interesting question was brought up to me. That um, <coughs> I don't understand. We just said this was Tezai Nisan. Second day of Yantif. We're in Shushan. We're in Chutzlaretz, right? And therefore, it's second day of Yantif. So how was Mordechai? Say, right? It's two days. So how was Mordechai getting a haircut? How was Mordechai taking a bath? So I actually saw this brought down. Yaris and so one of the answers he brings down is one of the answers he says is that okay, well the washing that it's possible that at that point they didn't have the surim derabanan yet. It was very early on. It's the first place of mikdash, and therefore if you look here, it's only derabanans. Meaning he's going to the bathhouse. Somebody's he's going to the bathhouse. That's it in derabanan, right? Really, Icar then it would have been fine. We learned the Gemara in Shabbos and wherever. So um, the other and as far as getting your hair cut, yes, to cut one's hair is in isra but to have somebody else cut your hair is in Esther and therefore he explains that is why Esther hid the barbers and the bathhouse attendants because she was afraid that Haman would force them to give Mordechai a haircut, and if, they were, if there was a Jewish one, right, so then, so, they, 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 so Esther made it that they're all out of town at a conference. There's a barbers and bathhouse attendants conference. Okay, they're all out, and therefore Haman was forced to do it on his own. That was a shot I saw there. Um, yeah, but it, was, it was the third day. This, this was the third day of the Tezayin. Third day of the fast, but it was Yudal Tesov Tesayin. Tesayin the second day of Pesach. I thought the first night of Pesach was, was, was the first. Day two, I think. Yudal Tesov, yeah. I think Yudal Tesov Tesayin. So um, that is, either way, I mean, this still would, and, then it, and then if it's Tesov Tesayin, Yudzayin, you still would, Tesayin would still be a problem. Second day Yantav would still be a problem with fasting. The third day of today. I'm saying, but either, either way it would still be Yantav. So how could this, 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 no, this occurred, Rashi says, that this was on Tezayin. That's no question. That's no question. Okay, which would be the second day Yantif. But now, either way, um, some others say that no, that uh, that they were Biki and Bikvi the Yachad. The were there, Sanhedrin was there, Klai, so the seat, the seat was there, and therefore they were able, they knew their proper day. They didn't have this problem. No second day of Yantif. That's another way to answer that question. But should it bother you? Okay. Um, anyway, so what happened? So he's, Haman is giving Mordechai a haircut. Bahadi the Kashakole, Ingid. So Haman sighs. Ingid the Isnach. Right, he's like fainting, he's sighing, he's a whole drama king over here, he's making a whole dramatic display of the fact that he has to go ahead and give Mordechai a haircut. Why are you sighing? I was the highest officer, highest, right, highest officer in the, in the king's court. Look, I've, I've turned into a bathhouse attendant and to a, and to a barber. Don't worry, you were a professional barber for many years. Of the city, Haya Esther Mishtaim Shana. Haman was a well established, tenured, 22 year, uh, 22 year barber. Okay? So what are you complaining about? You cut hair for 22 years. Bust the Shaklita Lemaziah. So after Haman cuts Mordechai's hair, he puts on the royal clothes. Amalei. 
Amarle, suck v'rachav. Get up, climb up, and uh, get onto the horse. Amarle le'yichelna. So I can't get onto the king's horse. I'm very weak from fasting. Gochin. So Haman bends down to Salik. Okay, Gachem Vesalek, Kisalek, Bat Bey. Mordechai kicks Haman. Amar Lei, like Siv Lechu. Haman says, how could you kick me? Doesn't it say, Al Tismach? When your enemy is falling, don't be happy. Don't, don't rejoice. Amar Lei, nah, Hani Milibi Yisrael. Abedithuk, Siv, Ba'atabam, Esemai, Sidreich. We should trample on their high places. So now I'm stepping on you, kicking you, trampling on you. Okay, Vayikra. So what happens? They go out in the street, and Haman calls, Vayikra, Lefanav, Kacha Yasele Ish. So they were walking down Haman Street. His daughter was standing on the roof. So she thought that the rider on the horse must have been her father. The word came down that Mordechai and Haman are coming. One's leading the other. Okay, she wasn't sure exactly who's who. And right, so she thought. And the one leading him was Mordechai. She took the. The the um the um uh, um you know the, the toilet okay what they had in those days the equivalent of a toilet vishadisa the chamber pan vishadisa arisha she threw it on Haman's head arisha davua dali ene v'chazus davua who so she right she raised her eyes she looked she looked again okay dali ene looks up she looks at him she says oh boy what did I just do nafla meigra laara umesa she committed suicide she jumps she jumps from the roof. onto the ground and that's what it says vayashem mordechai al sharmel where did mordechai go back. Even though it was a partial hot salad, where did he go back? He went right back to fasting. You know, it's eating, eating. Right? This is, this is the thing. Like, don't don't think that because a little a little thing happened, like oh, we're going to change. Don't read. The, he went right back to fasting. Shara Melech, right? Amar Rav Sheshishav Lesakai Latanisa. He went right back to his sackcloth and his fasting. Haman nit chafel b'isay. Haman comes disheveled to his house. Avol v'chafoy rosh. He's mourning and he's disheveled. Okay, Avel Albita, because his daughter died. Because of what happened with the chamber pan that his daughter threw on him. So, anyways, Haman, uh, Haman tells Zeresh and the uh, and and uh, and Okay, what's going on? So, what does Zeresh say? It says right, which it says both. So it calls Haman's advisors not only Ayavav but Chachamav. So what do we see here? That these were a bunch of Gayim. These were these were Haman's uh, friends, and yet they were he was calling them Chachamav. Why? Because what what was the eight that came back? Right? If Mordechai ah that we know this is this, there's this up and down when Mordechai is high. Amalek and the enemies are low. When Mordechai is low, the enemies are high. And we see the pendulum, shift, pendulum shifting over here. There's a seesaw. And you're, you're a goner. You're done. They're swinging in the wrong way. If Mordechai would come from one of the other shvatim, okay, maybe you could escape it. Right? As he's on the rise, you could escape it. Maybe you could, maybe you would still be able to beat him. You can get out of it. Then you're a goner. You have no shot. Why? We see here that their midah of these shvatim is to, is to defeat their enemies. If your hand is on the neck of your enemy. Enoch, the other shvatim, it says, Okay, so we see that you have no shot. You will, you're a goner. Okay, so why is it say nafal tipol, right? The double lashon, you will surely fall. 
This nation, Klai Yisrael, is compared to both Afar and to Kachavim. Because Yordin, Yordin had Afar. Lowest of the low. Right? When they fall, down to the ground. All the way, stratospheric. Okay? And, and you see that you're not going to have, meaning that, 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 that if they're on the rise, there's no shot. Okay, the, the, the king's messengers arrive, and they go to bring Haman, Malamed, Sheheviu, Bibahala. Okay, they brought Haman while he was still in a state of Bahala, confusion. Right? He didn't know what just hit him. Kinim Karnu. So anyway, so Esther comes, they sit down to the meal, and Achashverosh says to Esther, what's going on? And she says, Kinim Karnu, ani ba'mi. Okay, Kinat sar shevim and Ezekah Okay, so Esther says, we have this little problem over here, that, um, that the, the worthy, the, the enemy is not Kinat sar shevim and Ezekah melech, is not worthy of damaging the king. Amr tsarzeh, this enemy that I'm talking about, meaning Haman, enu shevim and Ezekah He doesn't care about the collateral damage to the king. He wants what he wants, and he doesn't care if it's going to come back on the king. Ikni Bavashti, you see over here. Ikni Bavashti, he was jealous of Ashti. Guess what happened? He advised the king to kill her, but Kutlo. Hashta Ikni Bididi, he's jealous of me. Now he wants to destroy me. We see the pattern over here. You see, he doesn't care how it affects the king. He wants what he wants. So why did it say, Originally, it was a fascinating Gemara. He wouldn't talk to Esther because com- he thought she was a commoner. She didn't, he didn't know where she came from. A commoner, I'm not speaking to you. He went through a Meturgamon. Right? You're not worthy. I only speak to royals. You're not a royal. You're my wife. Okay, but, but you're not a royal. I'm not speaking to you. So then she reveals that she comes from Beishol. Don't worry, I'm from a royal family too. Ah, then Now I can talk to you directly. That's the Vayomer Vayomer. First from a Turgamon and then directly. So what is the Lashon of Ish and then Haman? What's Ish? So really what we say is, that instinctively she points at Achashverosh because Achashverosh was in it too. He didn't want, they didn't like the Jews either. But obviously that was, that was her like gut reaction. What happened? Pushed her hand towards Haman because that's what she, right? Otherwise the whole thing would unravel, right? She needed Achashverosh's help to topple Haman. So now, so what happens? The Melech is angry, kicks back his chair, gets up, and he goes to the garden. And then what does it say? Then he comes back. So the Pasuk says, Shiva Lakima. Just where his return was like his departure, like his getting up. Makima Bachema, just like it says, he got up in anger, so too. So Rabbi Amr, he said, Maya Uvdechayu. So basically, I'm sorry, what happened? He comes and he finds, he finds, he goes into the garden and he sees, right, the gardeners, the royal gardeners, they were really Malachi Asharis dressed up as gardeners. The Inule Kigavri, okay, they call Ikri he sees them chopping trees. It's really Malachi Asharis, the Bustani, trees of his favorite orchard. Ramalu He says, What are you doing? Haman. Haman told us to go cut these the royal, the trees from the royal garden to go hang Mordechai. Oh, the king is burning mad, right? He went here to clear his mind, okay? Now he walks into his house. What happens? Why does it say noifel? It should have said it had fallen. Why does it say he was falling? No, because the Malach pushed him. Okay, that's what happened. This is this Haman. He gets me on the outside. He gets me on the inside. No matter where I go, this guy's, this guy's on the wrong side. Chopping down my trees. You're taking my wife. Right? What's going on over here? Now, Charvona was the existential opportunist. 
Charvana was in on Haman's plot to kill the Jews and kill Mordechai. He was completely in on it. And guess what happened? Kivin Shirosh, in the sky, Matt Sasai. However, he was a he was a Benedict Arnold opportunist. Okay, so as soon as he saw that Haman was going to turn, turn on the wrong side of history, he he right he 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 he, he, he turns into a traitor. He turns traitor. Okay, so he saw Kivin Shirosh, in the sky, Matt Sasai, Barach. He runs away. Okay, behind with the he runs away, and that's what the pasuk says. Okay, that this is a pasuk that, that, that is talking about in Eiv that um, Rashi explains that Kadosh Baruch Hu mashlech poranis al Rasha b'lichemla. When a Kadosh Baruch Hu sends punishment to the Rasha, so one of the things are that all of his friends turn on him. It's built in. That's the way it works. That as soon as, as, soon as a person starts to experience a downfall, as a Rasha, so his friends are going to turn on him. So we see Charvana. That's what Charvana did. The Hamas and the anger of the king subsides. Why are there two shachacha? Why did it, right? it's a double lashon? The Hamas Hamelach shachacha is a double lashon of the anger subsiding. Okay, that both the anger of Akadosh Baruch and Achashverosh. The anger it's a double anger that Achashverosh had. One for Esther and one for Vashti. Okay, now we're going to go off a little bit on a tangent over here. So now Yosef, we're going to talk about Yosef when um, right, he, he reveals himself to the brothers. So he gives them each a change of clothes. To Binyamin, the Pasuk says, To everybody, to each one of the brothers, he gives a change of clothes. He gives five changes of clothes. So the Gemara asks, I don't understand. Wasn't this what the, the root cause of the problem? Efshir, Davishan, it's dire by Yosef Tzadik. The very thing that caused his downfall, meaning the fact that Yaakov gave him extra, uh, you know, the coat, right? That's what caused problems in the first place. The extra two slime of fine wool, that Yaakov gave to Yosef over the other brothers. That's what caused this whole thing, these events to unfold, and Kaisal the Shvatim to end up in Mitzrayim. So again, so why, why was Yosef giving Binyamin five? There has to be some sort of reason. He obviously wasn't doing it to show favoritism, so what was the purpose? Right, so what do we see that? The reason why that Yosef gave Binyamin these five changes of clothing was in the remez to this. Now going back to that story, what happened there? So they're, they're, he's sending the brothers off to go to go tell Yaakov that Yosef is alive, and he falls, Vayipol al Tzavrei Binyamin. How many necks did Binyamin have? The necks of Tzavrei is a double, is, is a plural Hashem. Vayipol Tzavrei Binyamin Achiv. Kama Tzavarim Havale. How many necks did Binyamin have? Binyamin. Amar Rebbe Lazar, no. It doesn't mean the two necks. Bacha al Shnei Mikdashim Shasidim Liyas Bechakosh Binyamin. The neck refers to the Beis HaMikdash. That the, 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 that we're referring to, Right, it connects the lave to the reish, the carbonis. Okay, so that the that the um, neck is referring to the base of and it's the two base of mikdash that we're going to mean the chalka of Binyamin, Vasidin Licharv. U Binyamin Bachal Tzavarav, and Binyamin cried on Yosef's neck, Why Bachal Mishkan Shilish, also the Yes Bechal Gosha Yosef, also the Charv, that Mishkan Shilo also was destroyed. Now, even though Mishkan Shlita was always slated for destruction, it was never meant to be permanent. It was 369 years, yet it was destroyed before its time. Remember, it went from Shilai to Nebuchadnezzar when we discussed this, and then the Beis HaMikdash was built. Okay, so Shilai was ultimately destroyed before its time. Fine. Anyways, over there, what happened over there? 
with the brothers, again, Okay, so what was Yosef telling the brothers? He was saying, Yosef was telling the brothers, I can't possibly have any, any bad ill feelings towards Binyamin because uh, because he didn't try to sell me. Right? I'm putting you all in the same boat, meaning just because you sold me, and Yosef goes on to say that it wasn't you. Hashem put me here for a reason. Right? So he's saying, I have no, he was coming to tell the brothers, the I have no ill will, no hard feelings towards you. I'm being nice to you, and I'm telling you everything's fine, and that's the way I truly feel inside. Now, what did he send to his father? Ten donkeys loaded up with the best choices stuff of Mitzrayim. He sent him Yayin Yashan, aged wine, okay, that it puts the mind at ease. He wanted to make sure that when Yaakov was going to get the news, that he would be able to accept, be accepted. So he gave him wine, something that's going to calm Yaakov down. Okay, now this is much later. Okay, so you, right, this is much, much later. Meaning, the brothers go back, they tell, they tell Yaakov, Yaakov comes down, Yaakov comes down, and meets Paro, they stay in Goshen. Okay, they're all for, for a long time. Now, this is after Yaakov dies. Now, they all go to bury, they, the Shvatim all go to bury Yaakov. Then they come back, and the Shvatim now approach Yosef and say, by the way, our father said that you shouldn't hurt us. Right, they were concerned that maybe the only reason why the Yosef wasn't taking revenge on them was because Yaakov was alive. Now that Yaakov was dead, so what did the brothers show up? We see from the fact that the brothers were bowing down to Yosef that even a fox, right, in, in, in its right time, they bowed down to him. So the verse says, one second, what are you trying to say? Oh, that the great one, that's a, it's a Lushan, it's a euphemism saying that even a fox, right, even, even somebody who's low, will get people on a higher level to bow down, bow down to him. Well, the Shvatim weren't necessarily on a higher level than Yosef. What are you talking about? Why is, why is we're considering a fox, meaning somebody down low, why, why is Yosef any worse than any of the other Shvatim? So why are you saying, okay, that you bow down to a fox in his time? So that's not, that's not an accurate representation or depict, depiction of what's going on over here. This is what we're going, when we said, what is this memory of Talabah? When Yosef comes in, when Yaakov's on his deathbed, so Yaakov bows down to Yosef. Yaakov, the great one, bows down to Yosef. Okay. Okay. So anyways, the brothers, so yeah, that, so they're basically saying, strike it, that was going on a different time. Anyways, the brothers, right? The brothers are telling uh, Yosef that uh, Yaakov said you shouldn't hurt us. Anyways, Yosef comforts them. He comforts them and he speaks on their heart. He speaks on their heart. I mean, he speaks to their heart. Okay, and he said, he said a good taina. You want you know how I know? You know how you should know you should feel safe and I'm not going to hurt you, Yosef says? The ten of you couldn't destroy me because HaKadosh Baruch Hu didn't want it. So for sure, one candle, right? there's no way I'm going to be able to destroy you guys. And they were okay with that. Anyways, back to the Megillah. Why, what are these four things? Amr Rabbi Huda, Oira Zutaira, the Chaino Amr Kinemis of Tara are Simcha Zuyantif, 
Okay, so what did they have? They got back Torah. Yon tibe chayin omer v'smachta v'chagecha. Sasan is mila v'chayin omer sasan ichay imra secha. V'yikarilu tefillin. Now Rashi points out that these four things were part of the gzera of Haman was that the Kai Sol could no longer do this. Ben Esol could no longer do it. And now they got it back. V'chayinu omer v'ro kam eretz kishem hashem nikra alecha. How do we see that tefillin is yikar? Because ro kam eretz the nations of the world see kishem hashem nikra alecha v'yaru mimeka and it will instill fear. Okay, next. Okay, back to the Gemara. So what did they do? They whole thing goes through. They beat. They, they fight a war. Okay, they beat their enemies. And who do they hang? They hang Haman and his sons. So we we lay the ten sons. So we go through all the ten names of the Haman. Aseris b'nei Haman. Aseris b'nei Haman. Aseris tzarech l'miminu b'deshima achas. So you have to say all ten names of B'nai Haman in one breath. My Because their neshama left their guf all at the same time, and therefore you have to say them all in the same breath. <coughs> the vav of Ayizasa needs to be written, it needs to be elongated, it needs to be a long vav, like we have. Like a pole on a river, meaning my taima. As uh, is is the kifu right to say that they were all hung in a line on one pole. So therefore, that's why we have a long one to show that it was a, must have been a very long pole to be able to fit all ten sons of Haman. All shiris in the Torah, like Az Yashir, are written like brickwork. Okay, Ariach meaning a half a brick on top of a full brick. Right. So in other words, if you would say it's like a half a brick, the, the one under it is a full brick because it's two halves. Okay, so support brickwork, which is more supportive. Except for this Shira and Malchi Kanan, meaning Megillah and Malchi Kanan, why? Meaning that we don't, right, it's straight up, straight up and down. Okay, it's not brickwork. Okay, because by the Shira, we want there to be, we want there to be that if it falls, it gets. Um, we want the, we want we want it to get supported, okay. We want, but over here we want we want it that there should be nothing supporting them, okay. Meaning that this is a, a, a mapela of Malachi Kanan and of Haman. They got destroyed. There should be they should have no foundation that when they fall they fall straight down. There shouldn't be these this uh, brickwork that's going to support them and catch them. So what happens over here? So uh, Esther comes to the Melech. And the Melech says, or the Melech says to Esther, okay, okay sounds like it's a very interesting pasuk. Achashverosh is almost upset about how many, how many, how many people, what, what, what damage the Yehudim have done in the in the Shushan Habira, Shushan Habira ish, okay, and goes through the uh, and then what is he automatically the pasuk switches? What else do you want? Right, first it seems like he's upset about all the all the, all of his people that the Yehudim have killed, and then he says, "What else do you want?" So Yeah, you want to know why it looks like that pasuk changed tones because a malach came and smacked him, smacked him on the mouth. Okay, and therefore, okay, therefore he was first he was upset, and then he said, "Oh, what do you want, Esther?" So the pasuk says, when she came. Um, right, she said, Amar ima sefer, about the sefer. Amar, why did it say Amar? We're talking about Esther coming and saying. 
Should have said, Amra mi bayale. Amra biyechanan, Amra loy ye amar bepem ashakasav besefer. Okay, so we're darshaning this as a din that a Megillah has to be, and we're going to learn this in the Hilchas in the next parak. we're going to learn the Hilchas of Megillah, that we see this is a halacha over here, we're learning this out of this Pasuk, that it has to be Amar, Right, that when the person reading, you can't read it al peh. You have to be reading from a sefer from a megillah. Okay, divrei shalom v'emes. What's divrei shalom v'emes? I'm going to tell you. Chuvar melam rav asi melam should tzricha sirtot. So what does that mean? Shalom v'emes that it needs megillah needs sirtot kamita shal tayra. Just like a sefer Torah requires sirtot, so too the megillah is going to require sirtot. It's halacha meishem sinai umamar ester kiyam. Okay, and the, and the words of Esther, Kiyam, Mamar Esther in, what are we saying that they kept? Kiyam, that they kept, right? They established, right? Meaning that they recorded, I would say it was a better way to say it. They recorded the events of history as the Mamar Esther. What do you mean? Mamar, Mamar Esther in Debeat Semes Loi? Was it only the Mamar Esther? What about the fasting? What about the whole sequence of events that occurred? That should all be recorded. Kiyam. Yeah, you're right. He changes it. Uh, Okay, why? Ki Mordechai Yehudi Mishnah Lamelech Hashverosh v'Gadol LaYehudim v'Ratzui L'Rav Echad. Right, that's what we say at the end of the Megillah. Mordechai Yehudi Mishnah Lamelech Hashverosh. He was second in charge. V'Gadol LaYehudim v'Ratzui L'Rav Echad. It was he was an appeasement, right? He was he was good with Rav Echad. He was good with most of them. What does that mean? L'Rav Echad v'Loy L'Kol Echad. What happened over here? Meaning Mordechai was in Sanhedrin. So Malamei Shapirshim Menu Mixas Sanhedrin. Part of the Sanhedrin. Right, wasn't so interested in him anymore. And now he's no longer, ah, he went to the king's court. Okay, he took on that. So then Amar of Yesef, okay, he went to the king's court and some of the people in Sanhedrin were not happy with that, with his choice that he made. He should have, right? So he went, he went, to, go, he went to go out to work, right? So Amar of Yesef, Galu Tamatar, Yesef Metzalus Tafashus. We see here that Tamatar is greater than Metzalus Tafashus. The Mekar Chashavle Mordechai Basar Dalit. Originally, when we, we list Mordechai, he's listed number five of the Chachamim, Lubasayf Basar Chamisha. And then he, he gets downgraded to number six. We see that after he went ahead and was Matzel Kayusrel, still Tamatar is, is greater. He got involved to be Matzel Kayusrel. Yeah, but we see Tamatar is greater. Where do we see this? We make Karish. Make Karaksim, make Karish. It says Asher Bautum Zubuvavel. Yeshua, Nehemiah, Saraya, Ra'alia, and then who's the fifth? Who's listed next? Mordechai Balshan. Okay, that's Mordechai, the, the, right, the linguist. He was the one who knew all seven languages. Mordechai Balshan. Ulubitsaif, and what does it say later? Who was talking about later? Yeshua, Nehemiah, Azariah, Ramya, Nachmeni, we add in somebody else, Mordechai Balshan. Okay, so now he's number six, so we see he was downgraded a little, okay, because Talmud Torah is greater than. Then Hatzalus Nefashus. Amar Rabbi Tamer Rabbi Shulam Marita Gadol Tamatir Yisim Binyan Yisim Mikdash. Okay, so we see here that Tamatir is greater than Binyan Yisim Mikdash. Again, Shekolzman Shebarach Ben Nuria Ben Nuria, right? Who we had before, he was one of the uh, father son pairs of Nevi'im. Kayam Lohi Nichei Ezra Vaala. Ezra went. He would go on to build the second base of Mikdash, but he would not leave Barach, his Rebbe to go build the second base of Mikdash. So we see here that Tamatir is greater than Binyan Beis. Uh, Mikdash, he wouldn't leave him as long as his Rebbe was alive. It was only after his Rebbe passed that Ezra didn't go to build the second base of Mikdash.